Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again, talking everything Buffalo Bills, full-blown off-season mode. Buffalo Bills, that time of the year, right, where you've got rookie minicamp, we've touched base on in the past, looking forward to OTAs and seeing what can happen there. Usually this time of year is a, what I call, no news is good news time of the season. And you've certainly heard me talk about that in the past. And one thing you've heard me talk about in the past truly relates to the Buffalo Bills 2019 draft class. Leading up to free agency, I did a a Breaking Buffalo Rumblings episode and talked a little bit about Bills fans having some patience as it related to that class, right? And specifically, we talk about the four major contributors that are a part of that class, right? So that was the first round pick, number nine overall, Ed Oliver, the defensive tackle from Houston. At number 38 overall, Cody Ford, offensive lineman from Oklahoma. Bills actually packaged their second round pick and a fifth round pick to move up a couple of spots to get Ford. Uh, In the third round, pick number 74, running back Devin Singletary from Florida Atlantic. And notably, the 96th overall pick, right, where the Bills um, packaged a couple of fourth rounders to move up to select Dawson Knox, tight end from Ole Miss. Now, as you look at these four guys, right, all have had significant contributions with the Bills. And when we talked about it before, heading into free agency, I think the question really was, what might the Bills do in these spots? Um, You know, you look at the four and you say, okay, we've certainly seen flashes from each of them in their two years with the Bills. But we always talk about with rookies, right, Year three, that real opportunity for them to step up and take that next that next step. Of course, no one fits more with that statement than Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills quarterback, who vaulted to becoming a Pro Bowl player during the 2020 season. But as we look to the offseason, right, and before free agency, um, there was a sense of frustration from fans with these four players. Um, Brandon Bean had made some comments about the tight end position, which had many thinking, you know, which free agent tight ends are out there, talking about guys like Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith, still the possibility of a trade for Zach Ertz. Plenty of questions out there with what could happen. Um, And really all that's happened to date was a free agent signing of Jacob Hollister. Lee Smith was traded and, you know, no big moves made around tight end. Um, Of course, when you talk about Devin Singletary, there were questions with him heading into the 2020 season because the Bills had spent a third-round pick on Zach Moss. But there were questions, would the Bills look to do something in free agency? Would they draft someone like Najee Harris, Travis Etienne? Only real move the Bills made at running back this offseason was to sign Matt Breida, who could be that third running back, still has loads of potential, brings a speed element to the position, but no major moves in free agency or in the draft at that time. Cody Ford at offensive line, plenty of questions with him, right? 
guy that played injured as a rookie, um, played at right tackle, then moved to left guard during the 2020 season, uh, was injured in November, out for the season after only appearing in seven games for the Bills. Many of us thought, you know, what were the Bills going to do along the offensive line? Is this something they would look to address in the draft or in free agency? Um, in the draft, they made some moves, uh, you know, to address the offensive line, but more surprisingly, right, when you think of the picks of Spencer Brown and Tommy Doyle in the third and fifth round, respectively, um, two guys that are playing tackle and at their size are, you know, they're not going to be going to the inside when you stand six foot eight, six foot nine. Certainly, the Bills made some additions in free agency when you think of Forrest Lamp, Jamil Douglas, um, even Bobby Hart, if you talk about him potentially moving on the inside. But no one that was signed that you would look at and talk about and say, this is someone that is a real threat to start over Cody Ford. You know, even an Ike Butker, right, coming back as a restricted free agent as someone that, you know, for the Bills, you know, he was the backup to Ford. And when he had to go into duty, I, you know, he did OK, but nothing, nothing crazy, but did enough that you're talking about solid depth and the Bills looking to bring him back, as I said, as a restricted free agent. Finally, Ed Oliver, right? When you talk about the three-tech position, um, the Bills parted ways with Quentin Jefferson, which was a surprise to some, certainly that he was sticking around over Vernon Butler. Butler might give you a little bit more flexibility between one-tech and three-tech. But there was question, would the Bills look to do something at defensive tackle? Again, nothing that really took place during free agency, not an area where they made any additions. And when it came to the draft, you could argue that they drafted players that bring some flexibility to the mix in Gregory Rousseau and Boogie Basham. But those are guys that, at least for right now, it seems like their primary position would be as a defensive end in a 4-3 set and potentially kicking inside and pass rushing, rushing scenarios. Um, right? I myself, we talked about different defensive tackles in the draft, is that something the Bills like might look to address in the second round or in the third round, or even, you know, some of these guys that could fall that have some flexibility, and they did not. Now, I say all of this, and when I talk about and say that the Bills did not, because do you look at this and say, all right, this is a, a vote of confidence from Brandon Bean, Sean McDermott, and their respective staffs in these players that they can make that step up as third-year options. And when you look at these four players, right, and I'm going to consider Devin Singletary a starter for the sake of this conversation, whether it be Singletary or Moss, a 50-50 type of split, just bear with me when it comes to this. But you've got four starters on your team heading into their third year in Buffalo. And we said, again, said before, like that third year is usually the most important year when you talk about evaluating your rookies. Now, I hate to say things like it's a make or break type of year, but for some of these guys, right, when you look at the, the 2022 offseason, the Bills will have to make a, a decision on a fifth-year option on somebody like Ed Oliver. Uh, when it comes to players like Knox and Singletary and Ford, you know, they'll be entering the final year of your contracts. Is that something you're just going to have them play out? Are you looking to extend those guys? Unless they make a big jump, right? I think those are four question marks with what the future of them is. Now, and I, I think when we talk about this as fans, there's some of us, right? We can go in, in multiple directions. 
Some are a little bit more optimistic. Some are a little bit more pessimistic. And I'm not saying either one is right. I'm not saying either one is wrong. But in some scenarios, right, I'm the type of guy that I'm going to look at these four players and say I'm expecting each of them to take a step forward during the 2021 season, that I have seen enough from them throughout their first two years, enough flashes, not as much consistency as we need to see, but enough flashes that I can have somewhat of a vote of confidence for myself that, hey, Devin Singletary, you know what, as as he settles in, uh, figures out his role more as kind of sharing snaps with Zach Moss, they both get into a groove. We see some improved play from the offensive line with all five starters being together, which is something that did not happen during the 2020 season. Cody Ford settling in more at left guard as opposed to shifting back and forth. Dawson Knox, we all know how raw he was coming out of Ole Miss, a converted quarterback. And of course, Ed Oliver, right, playing out of position at times at one technique during the 2020 season. And uh, again, not playing with that true one-tech defensive tackle next to him and star Latulale coming back this season. I have a reason to be optimistic with all four of these guys. I've seen enough plays made by all four, enough consistency at times. I, I shouldn't say that, right, to say consistency at times. That sounds kind of uh, hypocritical in, of myself even as I go through with it. But enough flashes with each of these four that I'm going to remain optimistic that they can take a step forward during the 2021 season. And the Bills really have not brought in any additional competition for them that would change that, right? I mean, it would take a catastrophic drop from someone like Cody Ford, right, that then like a Jamil Douglas or a Forrest Lamp would come in and start for him based on what we have seen. And I think when we talk about Cody Ford and him playing a guard, a more natural position for him, I'm not expecting any sort of catastrophic drop from him. Devin Singletary is probably a little bit different out of the bunch just because there is someone very capable in Zach Moss behind him that if Moss gets the hot hand or if the Bills decide to make a decision, um, you know, there's a a little bit of an option there that could be used in that scenario. But as we talk about this, we've seen – Singletary, right? Be that elusive back, kind of able to work in between the tackles. Doesn't have that breakaway speed, but right, 5.1 yards per carry in 2019, 4.4 yards per attempt in 2020. You know, 4.4 yards per attempt, that is nothing to sneeze at. And, you know, as you talk about him as a pass catcher, 38 receptions during 2020, again, in a limited role. I'm okay with what we're seeing from Devin Singletary, and I'm not ready to to move on from him just yet. Um, yeah, I was on the Travis Etienne bandwagon, but that was something I looked at as a significant upgrade at the position. But if we go into this year with Singletary and Moss, two guys that are certainly capable and looking forward to see what Moss can do in year three. Again, you you talk about Knox, you know, the rawest of the group coming out of college. A bit of a project you know i hear guys like lee smith talk about him in the past and what he brings and his upside and and i'm okay with the bills seeing what they have there and i say that and you know we could talk about somebody like a zach Ertz or a hunter henry or john smith and the dollars they command but at this time too i don't want the bills taking targets away from stefan diggs or cole beasley or gabriel davis 
are now right. Emmanuel Sanders joining the team. You know, I'd like to see some more consistency from uh, from Dawson Knox. You know, that clearly is uh, is something that I would like to see. But you know, with that being said, not someone that is going to command seven, eight, nine targets a game. You know, he might get three or four targets a game, and he's got to make the most of them, and he's got to be ready to go, and he's got to be effective as a blocker. And uh, and I'm not giving up on Dawson Knox just yet, and that's me. And, of course, Ed Oliver, right? We've seen enough flashes from Ed Oliver. And when we talk about some consistency, I thought down the stretch in 2020, definitely consistent on the defensive line. You're not seeing all the statistics, right, that you might want to see. People making comparisons to Aaron Donald with him coming out of college. I mean, you are arguably talking about the best football player in the entire NFL and Aaron Donald, right? I mean, certainly the best non-quarterback in the NFL. And you had people talking about, you know, Ed Oliver being the next Aaron Donald. Slow down, right? It's his third season coming in. 16 starts this past year. Forcing a fumble. Yes, only three sacks. Six tackles for loss. Six QB hits. You know, you want to see that step up. But as we talked about before, playing a bit out of position. Star Latula not being there on some of the earlier downs. And looking at someone like Ed Oliver having to play one tech this past year at six foot one, 287 pounds, I don't think that is ideal for a player of that size to be playing one tech in some of the, the struggles that the Bills defensive line had last year. Um, I don't look to those struggles being, being his fault, to be quite honest. So you could be sitting there right now saying, man, you're just making excuses or you sound like a homer. You're just being optimistic. That's the type of fan I am, right? I am going to choose to be optimistic with each of these guys. And you could be sitting there listening right now and say, ah, Knox, too many drops, not consistent enough. I want an upgrade. I get it. Singletary, you know, maybe you're more of a fan of Zach Moss or other options that are out there. I get it too. Cody Ford, bounced around enough maybe you look at someone like a forest lamp a jameel douglas you want to give one of those guys a shot i mean let's see what happens in training camp and ed oliver certainly again the the hype with him coming out you know that is something that um i don't think any player really could have met but maybe you just look at it and you think it's you know hasn't lived up to those expectations regardless of where you stand on this though here is the thing the Buffalo Bills did not upgrade at any of these positions in the offseason. There is no free agent that they are bringing in right now to upgrade from any of these four guys. Only option you could look at is maybe if they made a trade for Zach Ertz at the tight end position over Dawson Knox. But rolling into this, when you look at it, Cody Ford penciled in as your starter, Ed Oliver probably written in pen, Dawson Knox written in pen at this time. And Singletary, again, similar situation where the Bills will use that rotation between him and Zach Moss. But the Bills did not make those upgrades. So whether you're the optimist like me or maybe you take a little bit more of a pessimistic view, these are four guys that need to step up for the Bills during the 2021 season. And I'm not saying they make that meteoric jump like Josh Allen did from year two to year three. They just need to take a step. That's it. Take one step forward. Dawson Knox takes, takes a step forward. I'm good with that. You can see an increase in production. 
right? He's cleaning up the drops a little bit. Just be more consistent on the field. Devin Singletary, I mean, honestly, a lot of what we talk about, some of those problems could be with the offensive line, 4.4 yards per carry. Stay consistent with that. Have good hands out of the backfield. Let me stress, have good hands out of the backfield, right? And you can make that step forward. Cody Ford being healthy, consistency on the offensive line with Deion Dawkins, Mitch Morris, John Feliciano, and Daryl Williams. I like that lineup, and I like where this can go. And if Ed Oliver wants to take more than one step forward, if he wants to take two, I'm good with that. But as I said before, I think we've seen those flashes that if he takes that step in the right direction, we will see him um, wreaking more havoc in the backfield this year than we have in the past. And honestly, Star Latulule coming back could be a big help with that. And let's see what we get with improved play from guys like A.J. Epinesa and, of course, the rookies in Carlos Basham and Gregory Rousseau. So tell me where you guys fall in this, though. Do you find yourself in the optimistic bunch with these four? Are you a little bit more pessimistic? And it's not an all or nothing. Again, for me, I just kind of tend to, to, to take that approach, but maybe you're a little bit different. So hit me up in the comment section here at buffalorumblings.com. I always appreciate that. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Anthemarino at any time. Um, and I just always appreciate you guys tuning in. You know, the off season, it's always a little bit different when we're searching for topics. It's not as exciting as free agency or the draft or, of course, the regular season. Heck, even now, I, I'll take preseason football, right? I'm always looking forward to that, which I usually regret about. 15 minutes in, but um, as we go with it, it's just, uh, it's great to connect. It's a long off season, but I think if we stick together, we can find enough to talk about and have some fun talking about the Buffalo Bills. So let me get out of here for now. Do me a favor though. If you have not done so yet, hit that subscribe button so you get all of our great podcasts, but do me a favor, stop in wherever you listen to your pods, whether it's on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, you name it, leave a review. That feedback is great for us, but it also helps other listeners, right? When you leave a five-star review, that helps other listeners find us because we know Buffalo Bills fans, um, they just want to get as much content during the offseason as possible. So listen, rather than me keep going on and rambling, let me just say thank you guys. I appreciate you. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, go Bills.